0: Law 34. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to be treated like one. The way you carry yourself will often determine how you are treated. In the long run, appearing vulgar and common will make people disrespect you, for a king respects himself and inspires the same sentiment in others. By acting regally and confident of your powers, you make yourself seem destined to wear a crown. Quite coincidental that we're covering a law on being king like and how to be treated like one when i just covered uh elliot Holzer's king and animated that book um on what i think is one of the best no it is the best video on my channel at this moment that king animation so i highly recommend you checking it out um and i do think it's one of the best animations book animations on youtube and confidently say that and believe it, and will happily accept a challenge, you know, if you think differently, post it in the comments of what you think is better and why, and then we'll see. But regardless, Elliot Hall is one of my biggest influencers and mentors, and so I highly recommend you check this out, check that out after you check out this law. Observance of the law. So most people have heard of the famous explorer Christopher Columbus, we're going to explore a story of how he executed this law, very well. So when Columbus was trying to fund these journeys and voyages across the world, and people would believe he came from Italian aristocracy, even in his son biography of him, after his death, his son would note that he was descendant of these famous legendary Roman generals, but it wasn't true. There was nothing but an illustrious fantasy for which Columbus had created. Columbus was actually a son of a humble weaver who had opened up a wine shop when Christopher was young. That's all. His father was a, he made his living selling cheese. And then Christopher Columbus created the life he did on the back of a fantasy he created. This fantasy was the myth of his noble background. You know, because early he felt that he was destined for great things. He had this he had this ego, he had this bravado, he had this confidence about himself and who he was and what he wanted to do in his life. So accordingly, he thus acted as, as if he was descended from this noble line of, of legends and kingship. Now here's a really important part of the story. So Columbus had actually managed to get a meeting with the King of Portugal and the King of Portugal was trying to discover a shorter route to Asia. And Columbus and him discussed this, and Columbus requested uh, certain rights to the lands, and 10% of the future commerce within the lands, etc, etc, certain little deals he was trying to conjure up. Even though Columbus had only been a a merchant, he knew almost nothing about navigation, He, he didn't, he never led a group of men, and he had pretty much no qualifications for this journey, for this sailing that he proposed. The King of Portugal ended up politely declining the offer, but this left the door open for future opportunities. Even though the King declined Columbus's demands, he treated him as legitimate. He didn't laugh at Columbus, he didn't question his background and credentials. In fact, the King was so impressed with the boldness of Columbus's requests that he felt comfortable in the company of a man who acted so confidently. This confirmed columbus's instincts that he he was correct like that he's on the right path you know if you can conjure up a meeting with a king based on sheer audacity and perseverance and you know you can translate this to right now if you can conjure up a meeting with someone successful in your field someone who you admire based on sheer audacity and and bravado then you might you might just have something your character might just be something special By asking for the moon he had instantly raised his own status for the king assumed that unless a man who set such a high price on himself were mad, which Columbus did not appear to be, he must somehow be worth it. He moved to Spain using his Portuguese connections he elevated his way into the circles of the Spanish court. He repeated the demands to many different individuals, many different influences, but they couldn't help him for certain reasons of power and money and other little reasons. Columbus didn't stop. Columbus persevered and then he soon realized Queen Isabella would probably the perfect person to help him. So he managed to get a meeting with her but he couldn't manage to actually convince her to finance the voyage but he completely charmed her. After eventually some time passed and the war passed, Isabella finally responded to his demands and she decided to pay for three ships, equipment and all these other things Columbus needed for his voyage. He set off on his first voyage but the f- but he was unable to find the passage to Asia like he had originally tried to. But when Columbus petitioned to the Queen to finance an even more ambitious voyage, the following year she agreed, because she had come to see that Columbus was destined for great things, and the rest, well the rest is history. Everybody knows Christopher Columbus. Interpretation. See, so the thing is, Columbus didn't know more than the average sailor about ships. He, he wasn't special in regards to his skill set towards sailing. But there was, area, was one area where his skill set was sublime, was superior, and that was his character, and his understanding of how to behave with people. He knew how to sell himself. He had an amazing power to charm the nobility, and it all came from the way he carried himself. He projected himself with a sense of confidence that was completely out of proportion with his means and with his actual history, with his actual life. But his confidence wasn't aggressive and ugly, it was quiet, calm, and self-assured. So when they saw Columbus, they felt an instant affinity for him because he carried himself the way they did and this elevated him above the crowd and he was able to fulfill his, his destiny for greatness. And here's the moral, here is the principle from that 5 minutes of talking from the story. Understand it is within your power to set your own price. How you carry yourself reflects what you think of yourself, if you ask for little, shuffle your feet and lower your head, people will assume this reflects your character. But this behaviour is not you, it is only how you have chosen to present yourself to other people. You can just as easily present the Columbus front, buoyancy, confidence and the feeling that you were born to wear a crown. This idea of fake it till you make it, well, is kinda real. Columbus did it, he did it in the best way he knew how, and he ended up voyaging, discovering, colonizing the world keys to power as children we start our lives with great exuberance we start ourselves dreaming expecting demanding everything from the world and this generally carries over into our first uh, touches into society into modern society as we begin our careers but as we grow older as we fail as we fall as we're challenged we experience these boundaries that only get firmer with time And then we come to expect less from the world you know we accept limitations that are really only self-imposed we start to bow down and, and scrape and apologize for even the simplest of requests this is a lot of people that unfortunately fall down this path and this is obviously not something i adhere to this is a path that many unfortunately do fall down though they accept their circumstances But the solution to such a shrinking of horizons is to deliberately force ourselves in the opposite direction. To downplay the failures and ignore the limitations and make ourselves demand and expect as much as we did as a child. But how do we accomplish this? We must use a particular strategy upon ourselves. Robert calls this the strategy of the crown. The strategy of the crown is based on a simple chain of cause and effect. If we believe we are destined for great things, our belief will radiate outwards. You know, our words become our actions, our actions become our habits. So just as a crown creates an aura around a king, and this outward radiance will infect the people around us in a positive way. And these people will think we must have reasons to feel so confident. You know, you're walking around with this imaginary crown. You feel no inner sense of limitations to what, to what you can do and what you can accomplish because you feel unstoppable. And once you've harnessed that, oh man, once you've got that, Once you can really feel you can take on this world, once you really feel like you can do anything, then it's over. You're done, right? Universe just got to get out your way from there at that point. It's already done. The way I started that is I said, if we believe we are destined for great things, our belief will radiate outwards. Now, saying that reminds me of the book The Secret. Now, I haven't read The Secret, but I've heard that it just talks about kind of just believing yourself. Really, it's just kind of just, just... Thinking you can do it. It skips an important part. I mean, that's the execution actually taking action off everything that that you believe But don't get it twisted that this is only talking about just a false belief Just talking about just just thinking it's it's more than that because it's it's this idea of Believing you are destined for great things so you can set yourself up to execute. It's like this It's like your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits your habits become your character and then what's after that? Your character becomes your destiny. That's exactly what we're saying here. You know how people say you can do anything? You know how your parents say, oh, hey, Johnny, hey, Susie, hey, Jessica. You can do anything. You can do anything you want in this world. You want to go get it, right? A lot of us say that. I used to say that a lot. I used to say that a lot and repeat it to myself, but reflecting on that, I never really 120% believed it. I didn't know what it felt like to really believe I can do anything. Until, until I went to Hawaii. But long story short, uh, I was in Oahu and I was traveling and I ended up climbing up this waterfall. Up the side of a waterfall, you can't even imagine, off this beaten path following this, this climber who we had just stumbled upon it constantly got harder and harder and steeper we, we got to a point where we were climbing vertical walls climbing or hanging onto the roots it was pouring down with rain you couldn't imagine it's like a, it was like a movie and the whole and here's the thing i don't like heights well i didn't like heights i used to not be comfortable with heights at all i used to be that kid when you're on school camps and you have to do some abseiling and i'd be shitting myself at 10-20 meters in the air and I I couldn't do that stuff, right? So I didn't like heights, yet I still did this. And we do it, we get all the way to the top of the waterfall and I'll show some photos uh, of what it looked like at the top and once we reached the top, it was kind of a euphoric feeling and we're at the top, it's like a hundred so meters or so above the bottom of the waterfall and we're looking across and it's an incredible view, you just see the treetops, the waters cascading down and you look over and you're just silent, you're just breathing and you're just feeling the moment, you're just, you're just in awe of, of, complete awe of what's happening and what you just did and then in that moment I realised If I can conquer such a, such a, such a fear, in such a way that I did, of heights, and doing something where, because here's the thing, climbing that, climbing these vertical walls, hanging onto roots of trees and vines and stuff, you know, we could have been seriously injured, one wrong slip, while it was raining, pouring down, like, we could have been seriously injured, like, then no one's gonna come to get us like if i fall i'm gonna either die or yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna hurt myself pretty badly so there's a lot of pressure but we did, obviously i didn't feel that pressure climbing it was kind of like an effortless zone where there was no thinking going on it was just move just keep going right just keep moving forward being completely a hundred percent present so by the time we got up there and we were refl- and we just reflected looked down on like what we just did it was like no no feeling i've ever felt in my life and the reason i'm saying this is because in that moment i really felt like anything is possible i really believed that now i can do anything now yeah i am destined for great things there is no other option because if i can do that if i can do this then i can do anything and i really in that moment believed that and then from that moment on that's it like that's it i'm done it's i'm it's already done everything that i want to do in my life is already done I just gotta do it now, <laughs> you know, it's, I already believe, and I really believe now. Not like before, when they told me as a kid I can do anything, when, when, when I'd be watching on YouTube videos, Eric Thomas tell me, you can do anything you want, no, now I believe it. I don't have someone telling me, it's because I did something that made me believe it. So that's the moral of the story, right? The moral of the story is, this belief in yourself, that Columbus had to be destined for great things. I believe it resides in outside your comfort zone, massively outside your comfort zone. So, if is anything you get from this from this video, it's that it's that story, and that's why I believe, you know, I'm on this path to becoming a king. And I'm being mer- metaphorical right here. I don't believe I can call myself a king like Elliot Holtz, but I believe I'm on this path it's because of what I've do- of those things I've done. And there's no reason you can't either. Ain't no reason. Remember. It's up to you to set your own price. Ask for less, and that is just what you will get. Ask for more, and you send a signal that you are worth a king's ransom. Even those who turn you down respect you for your confidence. And that respect will eventually pay off in ways you cannot imagine. Ask for the world, man. Ask for the world. Go, 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 go. Just go get it. You know, if you're too afraid to go outside and travel and and find new experiences and push yourself outside your comfort zone, then what are you going to get? What are you going to get? Nothing. You're going to be forgotten. They're not going to remember you. You're not going to have inspired. You're not going to have helped and moved this world forward. You're just going to have existed. You don't want to just exist, man. You don't, you don't want to just exist. You want to live, right? So, just like Robert said, ask for more. Ask for more of this world. Ask for more of your life. Ask for more of every circumstance and action you take. And eventually you'll be at the top of a waterfall screaming your heart out screaming your lungs out in a rush of some of the most amazing feelings you've ever felt in your life and then from that moment on you'll be you'll be okay you'll be just okay from that moment on you'll know that you really can do anything and it doesn't matter what anybody else says from that point Because you've internalized through these experiences a steadfast, solid, hard belief that what you're doing is right and that no one, nothing, is really going to stop you. I usually do a reversal. Fuck the reversal. I make my own reversal. You want to be a king? You want to be treated like a king? You got to deserve it. Shit ain't just going to come to you. You're just going to wake up one day and have the life you want. You're just gonna wake up one day and you're gonna believe in yourself. No. It's not just gonna get given to you. You you gotta go get it. You gotta push yourself outside something you're not comfortable in doing, and you gotta do that consistently. Where eventually, eventually, you'll be the top of a waterfall, and you feel like a king, and you feel like nothing in the world can stop you. Lord thirty four. Act like a king to be treated like one.